talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to season two, episode one. This is Blunts and Coffee. I'm your co-host, Pat. And it's your boy, Will. Live in effect. It's Brother Cam. I hope y'all feeling good on this Sunday. Hope y'all feeling good. And man, we are back for another season, man, a podcast. Yo, it took us some time. We had, to, we had to take a little vacation, man. We had to go experience life a little bit so we can bring some new material back for y'all for another great season. Man, we got a lot of story. For those who are watching, as y'all see, we had to change up the scenery a little bit, change up the location. Like, literally, like, no longer in Chicago anymore. I am an L.A. Californian um, dropout. I don't even know. They, have, they haven't even accepted me out here yet. You know what I'm saying? I still got to tell people. <laughs> yeah, I live here now. No, no, no. You're, you're visiting. I was like, no, I live here. Like, I actually have an address now. Right, like, yeah. I get, get mail. You know? And so, like. You get that license yet? You get that California ID yet? No, I haven't. And so, like, the, the cops have been sending me emails and uh, mail to my house. So, yeah, threatening, you know, come get me, you know? No, I'm joking. But I do have to go get this new California license pretty soon because um, I'm pretty sure when they pull me over and they find out I've been living here, like, for the last six six months without an ID, they're going to be pretty pissed off. But, uh, <laughs> don't get shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanksgiving soon or your mom's gonna miss you. I gotta make it back for Thanksgiving, man. But man, it's so good to be seeing y'all brothers, man. Like it's it's been a long time. I know Cam was just out here visiting the boy, but man, we haven't been in this dynamic, you know what I'm saying? And having this type of talks in a long time and what a summer we had and now we into fall and sooner or later it's gonna be snow on the ground where y'all at, not where I'm at. But uh, yeah, like, what's been going on, fellas? Like, give me the spill. Like, what's what's been going down in the shot? That's all you, bro. Ah, uh, well, you know, it's been uh, last time we was all together talking, we was all kind of going in different avenues with our professional careers, and I, you know, been working this new job as a farmer rep for the past, I don't know, like six months now. It's, it's time's been flying. You know, it's it's just when you're new and you're trying to figure out everything and like reestablish yourself in a whole new industry it can be a little overwhelming at times uh but i'm glad i made the transition i'm glad i made the switch it's been a blessing just to be able to do what i can do every day and make an impact in you know patients lives so that's a real positive for me on the personal side man living with this fool it's been it's been it's been fun it's been a good time you know what i'm saying like living in the city just being having access to everything right you know when you're from the birds you gotta hop in the car to go up the street to go right. miss shit like you know, it's just nice to have everything accessible. I can walk up the street, get everything I need. The lake is right there. I can walk, you know, right up Lake, uh, shit, I'm having Lakeshore Drive and shit. Still <laughs> I'm still waking up. I'm still, still waking up. And I was gonna call it El Tabadu. Uh, you know, they got the new name for it now. El Tabadu Lakeshore Drive. You talking about Dusabo? Yeah, Dusabo. You talking about Dusabo? Who? Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh yeah, who? <laughs> Uh, but it's been cool, man, just getting used to the city. The city life is just, it's an amazing experience, uh, something that I would always treasure. You know, it's, it comes with its growing pains, like parking and shit. You know how I'd be. But, uh, you know, I'd be whipping that joint. Now I'd be parallel parking down there with my eyes closed and shit. I'm just, right. I'm damn near the man at that now. It's like, like time. All man, it's been fun. The summertime was crazy. It was just a whole bunch of stuff to do out in the city, especially with COVID. Uh, and the vaccine coming out, people were, like, getting back to it, being out and about. You know, you know, pop up shops, just seeing people out and about, 
happy, you know, yeah. enjoyed each other's time. It was just good to see in the city. Facts, facts. What about you, Will? What's been going on, dog? Same thing, definitely about um, it's good to see people back. I definitely love, um, you know, being closer closer to the city. I'm further from my job, which is some bullshit, but um, <laughs> being in the city is definitely decent. Right before this, I ran to the gym, right, got it in real quick. You got everything you need. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a decent little vibe, and it's good to be in this. It's just a, a big transition period, like, I remember saying uh, back at the end of 2021, or at the end of 2020, that this is going to be a, a brand new year for a lot of us, right? So a lot of us are going through a whole bunch of change, and things just seem, just seem like chapter two, right? Or chapter 15, or chapter 25, I don't know, pick one, but it's definitely yeah. been a huge, huge flip of the script, professionally, socially, um, in, in every aspect, shit, even the weather confusing the hell out of me. My dog was outside trying to go to the bathroom and it started, it started, the wind started blowing. She said, Ooh, yeah, I gotta go back inside. So we all, we all figuring it out, rolling with the punches, but, um, you know, it's definitely, definitely decent. Glad to be here. Glad to be giving back and, and, um, shaking hands and doing what I do. So Hollywood, what's new? What's yeah. new out there? I heard you <laughs> somebody walked up to you and said, Pat, I didn't even know you had a beard. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know white folks just be tripping sometimes, dog. They, just, you know, white folks don't ever even notice when you get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they thinking you just naturally like I always, I always keep it tight and low. I say, no, nah, man, you see this cut, man. You see this, dog? Don't play me. This line, right? <laughs> you know, this line. Stop playing with me. But man, the last four five months have been like have have put me on my ass. Has has humbled me. Has shown me uh that I have a long ways to go. But also that I know I got what it takes. So for just for everybody in, man, I've been working for a talent agency for the last four months, man. And what I always tell people, they ask me, like, what it's like, you know, like, what is it like to work for, like, you know, a big, you know, one of the top five agencies, you know, in the world? I say shit, man. Honestly, it's, it's a very comparable to the show Entourage, you know, with Jeremy Piven and, you know, uh, Adrian Greener and those guys. But, dude, it's like I compare it to a Wall Street type of vibe because it's, it's nothing but suits, yelling, cussing, screaming. Where's this? Where's that? Everybody's stressed all the time from the fucking janitors to the assistants to the agents to the partners, CEOs. Everybody is just like just smacking their heads against a fucking metal wall every day. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that, it's like that thrill, you know, that sensation you get when things are happening really, really fast all the time, right? Yeah. And I get that feeling as soon as I step on my desk. You know what I'm saying? I get there. Even, I'm, I'm driving to work. I hate LA traffic. It takes me 45 minutes to get to work. I hate it. But I'm driving to work. Emails are coming through. I'm getting anxious. I'm getting stressed because I got to see all, I'm seeing all the shit I got to do today. You know what I'm saying? So I'm already like, oh, got to do that. Got to snap that out. Got to do this. But it's, it's, it's dope because you're personally, you know, I'm working in, I'm working, um, I'm a TV talent, MP talent assistant. So I'm working with, you know, pictures, uh, movies is coming out. The theater is back and open, so that's, like, something that we all have been raving about. People are going back to go see um, pictures in cinema, so that's a great feeling. I really just saw – I saw Dudes uh, last night, and so that was yeah, a great feeling. Yeah, we watched that. IMAX and sit back and, you know, just boom, there we go. You know what I'm saying? 60, in, you know, 60 feet of just, you know, entertainment. And so, man, but I must admit, it, is, is, is this, like, industry, like, what I thought it was going to be? Uh – a little bit. I mean, honestly, I've never even had, I never even, y'all know me, man. I've never really been an anxious guy. I'm very low, mellow, mellow. 
I'm always cool, calm, and collected because that's just how I like to be. Man, but when I tell you that my bosses, these agents, you know what I'm saying, be having me on 10, you know what I'm talking about, angsty, dumpy, yeah. nervous, I flustered, but I'd be, uh, someone's on the phone for you, you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's a lot at first, man. I had to get comfortable. And uh, they usually say when you uh, get past your first three months on the desk, which I just got past this past September, um, is when you actually start getting in the flow of things, right? You you find a beat. I was gonna ask that you you starting to feel like it's clicking now, though, that that you've been yeah, in the world for a little it's bit. Yeah, definitely clicking because like man, it's like a crash course. It's like your yeah, first right. semester of college. You know what I'm saying? Fire hose, yeah. You don't know any. I did. I didn't know anything. I don't know anything. Yeah. I had to learn names. I had to. I had to learn procedures of how we handle things. You know what I'm saying? What's you had to learn the ins and outs. You know, and I'm still learning those things. You know, I'm still I'm still figuring it out. And uh, man, why you? But while you're figuring out, it's tough because like my pops used to say, man, you you don't know what you don't know until it's time to know it, and then it's too late. <laughs> you know? Let me ask you something, Pat, because I noticed this when I made the switch. Did, did that was there like a whole bunch of acronyms in the industry and like sayings that you just did cool. not know? Cool. And mugs just be throwing them around and you be like, yeah, 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 the, the NRT, yeah, 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 the the PIP, yeah, a whole lot of cold words, phrases. Uh, and when I would see something, I would be so nervous to ask my boss because nobody wants to seem like an idiot, right? right. And I got I have two bosses, and one boss, he's like, no no question is a stupid question. Ask me if you don't know, Patrick. And then I have another boss who's like, that is the stupidest fucking question someone's ever <laughs> asked. Yeah. Ever repeat that shit ever fucking again to me. Go back to your desk and figure it out. And I'm just like, shit, let me go figure it out then. <laughs> you know, and... It's that type of coaching dynamic that I've been getting, and it's it's, it's of course it's, it's tough. But I, I I thank God and I thank my father. I think these football coaches that I've had throughout my lifetime that they taught me how to be coachable. You know, because you you take a because of course you're gonna fuck up, you're gonna make mistakes. They tell you that, but then and then you're gonna get yelled at for them, and then you have to go take that, go back to your desk and go execute and not make the same mistake. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a very, like, strong-minded person, strong-willed person to, like, be able to take the type of criticism, be accused of things that you probably didn't even do sometimes, take it to the chin, and then say, you know what, I, I got these letters I got to get out. I got to send out this material, the casting. Um, we got to roll calls this afternoon because we got to get our guys jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's all about getting your guys jobs. You know what I'm saying? We got to get our guys working. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what the agent uh, kind of, you know, congrats. I, I got my guys working. Your guys working? My guys, you know what I'm saying? We shoot yeah. a pilot next Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Wolf Warner Brothers. You know, it's it's always, it's that type of feeling. And I, I can't wait to, of course, until I get to that stage where I'm making, like, you know, I'm on the, I'm, I'm always on these phone calls, but now yeah. I'm being more, like, involved in these meetings and stuff like that. And this is going to be a long way. I'm talking about months on years before I get there. It's definitely a process. Well, man, I look forward to the growth and the development that, by the time I'm, you know, I'm 28, 29, I'm going I'm to be a badass and a force to reckon with. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing about being a brother in L.A. working in the entertainment industry is when I look around, there's not a lot of people who look like me, right? And so when I speak and when I talk, they hear that rhythm, they hear that flavor, and they be like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This brother, <laughs> yeah. I like the way he talks. And I literally had a, a manager who we worked closely with. We had a phone conversation and he didn't know I was black. Cause like I said, I never met this guy, you know, in person before, but he was just like, you know, Pat, are you a brother? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> 
did my last name give it away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah. Uh, he said, no, nah, I just caught you had a, a rhythm or a cadence in the way you were speaking. And man, I was like, you know, I thank you for, you know, calling that out. And uh, it's, it's that type of feeling that, you know, of course, you know, I'm always trying to champion other people. Like, you know, we got people in the middle room or even younger assistants who came in after me who I'd be like, yo, man, if you need anything, let me know. Like, I'm going, I went through that shit. I'm going through it now, but like, let's do it together because. Dog, when I tell you, man, it I'll be in at 8 a.m. and I'll be leaving at 7.30 sometimes, dog, and it's the same thing every day. It's the same hustle, you know what I'm saying? It's like putting on your that boots. Grind, that, that grind. That grind, man. man. And, man, yeah. I don't know how it's Sunday. I mean, it was literally just Friday night. So, like, it's it's, it's a fast-paced process, man. But I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. I'm very appreciative. I'm very humble. I know a lot of people will kill to be in this spot, and I'm – I'm taking advantage of every moment I can get, man. And uh, of course, we're gonna have this, it, we have a big season in front of us, man. So I'm gonna be I telling you story of all the type of shit. I I remember for a period, and this is probably like during the month of like August. No bullshit. I was probably threatened weekly to get fired. I was, I was my boss was threatening <laughs> me to get fired weekly, once a week. On day off. On my day off. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it was like I had never been so, you know in such a hostile environment where, like somebody threatened to fire me every week. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, at this point, I'm taking it as bluffs, you know what I'm saying? Because I right. said that last week, said that the week before. But man, <laughs> it was that type of like, hearing this type of different coaching, this type of work dynamic, this type of manager style, like being very, you know, just very intense. I had to get used to that, man. And I had to, I ain't gonna lie, I, have, I have pretty thick skin. Like, I can take a lot. But I had to thicken it up a little bit too because I'm like, wait, 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 you coming at me now, man? So yeah, I had to. Yeah, this shit personal now. Yeah, fighting for your life, fighting for your respect, man. But I will tell you this, but and before we, you know, really get into the show, is um, people, people, I got, I got a really tough boss, you know, and people like assistants and like you know junior agents, they see that and they see how I handle him, you know, the, in the sense of like our our work dynamic and how he can be on ten. And I got to bring them down to, like, seven and eight. You know what I'm saying? People, like, people see that and they respect you because, like, not a lot of people can handle these uh, agents, man. They're, they're always stressed. They ain't seeing if shit fucks up or goes south. That's your ass. <laughs> you know what <laughs> So it's, it's kind of like crisis management that I'm always dealing with. Like, how do I keep this guy from fucking blowing off, you know what I'm saying, and going, you know, crazy? And how do I keep myself, you know, fully healthy, mentally there and yeah. being able to sleep at night, you know? And so that's kind of the things that I'm juggling right now, still figuring it out. But uh, like I said, we're going to go through all this. We're going to compact all this stuff into the season, man. So we can definitely, like, get into the, you know, later down the road. Once I become more tenured, of course, and yeah. get threatened to be fired again. You know, I have nothing. Right, right, right. <laughs> so Tuesday. <laughs> they will be back. How did I almost get fired today? <laughs> right, car seven. Sent the sent the uh, sent the client to the wrong location for a meeting. <laughs> Long time. You set it up for Eastern, and it should have been Pacific. <laughs> you got to learn your uh, what is it like the time um the time Most. frames or whatever. You know, BST is like Europe. Uh, I had a client who was in Australia for some fucking reason, like LV. I don't know. Who cares, man? But uh, we can definitely get into this show, man. I think one of the first things that we should, like, kind of – that's been pretty much ongoing since we pretty much started this show 
COVID. And how the fuck are we still here? Like, you know what I'm saying? I actually thought when we when we first, you know, we first did the show, by the time a year been gone past, we would have been back to our lives. COVID who? You know what I'm saying? We would have been like so far past this, guys. But here we are. It's October of 2021. Gonna go into the new year with the same bullshit. COVID vaccinations. Where where are y'all thoughts at? Where are y'all with this, like, you know, this panoramic that we in? <laughs> and like how how are y'all? I don't want to call it a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's all around us. It's no more. Pandemic. That shit ain't funny no more. You know what I'm saying? I, I know for me, man, I lost the fight. You know, I don't want to fight no more. I'm low-key giving in on the mask thing. It's, it's always slipped down. Like, you like me talking to somebody, you put your mask down. What'd you say? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, I, man, but what are y'all thoughts, man? How, how are y'all feeling about it? I mean, I think for me, it's just... Uh... It just shows how stubborn people are, right? Like when you got your lifestyle, you know, how, however old you may be, you just used to being out, going to the park, you know, kicking it with people, going to the club, doing what you do, going to church, whatever it is. And people don't want to go back to nothing else, right? Now, nah, this is just the way it is. This is the way it's got to be because that's just the way it's always been, right? And it's like, well, if we could get, if we could all come to one decision, right, then we could figure out a solution much faster. Right. Two weeks, three weeks, you could really be through all of this if everybody just stayed in the crib. But it's just because everybody's reality is different. Like, I'm not going to change. People are saying I'm not going to change my reality. Right. To match your reality. When you live on the other side of the country, you live in a whole nother lifestyle. Why I got to do what you got to do. You like being in the crib. My life is built being outside of the crib. I'm supposed to go live my life like you just because it is something that I ain't never heard of that don't impact me or might maybe impact me, or I might've gotten and I ain't even had a cough. You know what I mean? So it's tough because people, people have never really just come to one uniform decision, just in general, unless it was about breathing, you know what I mean? Or about like <laughs> some simple, like yeah. water, have, right? We even might have some outsiders on that. I, I don't know if we can say water, <laughs> because you know, that whole Flint, Michigan thing happened in Maine had water. I guess so, so they're not even that. Like, like, I, don't, I don't know what, the, I don't know, I don't know how strongly something's, so what's gotta happen for us to really get unified. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Because they just, they, you know, people don't want to change their reality, but it's just, that's just how hard it is to come to one decision just in general. When you're talking about millions of people, it's literally impacting Millions of people's lifestyle, their livelihood, their ability to live, and people like you know, but no, like you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> right. Wouldn't let that shit happen yeah. to me though. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, and I think it, it it delves deeper into like one of the biggest uh, constitutional rights that we have is you know freedom of freedom of action and freedom of choice. Right, like everyone, every individual is like 18 and older. If you're a minor, you really don't have that much freedom, but once you turn 18, you're given the luxury to make any decision you want based on your lifestyle and your choice, right? So there's pros and cons to that, right? The pros is that you have the freedom to take control of your life, right? People have made big time moves in entertainment, sports, any, any industry you can look at because the choices that they made because they had the freedom to do so and nobody could really hinder them from choosing what they wanted to do, right? But conversely, in terms of vaccinations, right? People can then choose to say, hey, you know what, it's my body. I choose not to, you know, take action in that. You know, I don't believe that a vaccine is gonna stop. 
the pandemic, people say, you know, you've heard it all. You can still get COVID if you get vaccinated. Like, you know, vaccinations are a myth or there's, you know, the government's trying to plant certain things in our bodies, whatever it may be, right? And so when you have that freedom of speech, you know, that would, that's what can deter people so far is because now it's like, do I do what's best for society, even if it may not be best for me, or do I just do what's best for me, even if it's not best for society? And I think that's kind of the crux of this vaccination issue. And the reason why we're still not out of this pandemic is just people can't look past themselves towards something that's bigger than them, right? And at the end of the day, I can't force nobody to do nothing that they don't want to do, right? But I didn't take the vaccination because I felt like I was going to get sick, right? I took it because I didn't want to get other people sick because maybe I'm just carrying it, but my immune system is not compromised, but somebody else's is, right? So that's why I made the decision because I'm like, I just want to get over this shit. Like the only way to get, the only way, quickest way, the quickest way through something is a straight line. You can't zigzag around it. You can't hop, skip around it. Nah, nigga, sometimes you just got to put your head down and go through that B gap and you might get hit. You might get hit by a linebacker in the safety, but you got them five yards to get that first down, right? right? So it, it's no, it's sometimes the, and people want to take the path of least resistance and that's just all it is. I mean, at the end of the day, I wish everybody in the world health and longevity, but you know, it gets to a point where you got to start tapping that ass. You know, motherfuckers don't want to get on board. You got to start doing some things that maybe that. that, uh, that, that initial thought of freedom a little bit yeah. and say, hey, this is what we need to do in order to survive. Nothing else. And, and just to, uh, I, I totally agree with you, Cam. And just to go off of what just Will was saying, like just having to make a choice and people having to come together being like the toughest thing. It is such an American thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just an American idealist or principle of like, I have rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I remember doing the whole like, you know, pandemic. Australia was able to go back and open up before everybody else was. Why were there people, why, why are Australians so disciplined and seem like more educated than Americans? You know what I'm saying? Why? Because they uh, shut the fuck up and take the vaccine so everybody can be healthy. Yo, the biggest thing and the biggest problem I have with this vaccine and people like their opinions on COVID is Americans' ego. They think they know more than they actually do. And they're so stupid that they would tell themselves certain things and then they'll believe it with no facts, no research, no history, anything. No, I saw this article on Facebook and red flag. No, I read this one report and red flag. I was reading the USA Journal. Listen, dog, you were lying. Okay. People are saying I'm doing my own research. I'm taking the time. I'm like, dog, do you have a lab in your basement? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? What are you cooking up down there, dog? Are like, you running trials in that joint or something? Right. Like, <laughs> running trials? Who is your test subject? Right. Yeah, you experiment right. on bats, your people? I'm like, what, what's going on, dog? But it's like, it's these people who, for whatever reason, feel, because um, all these people who are going to be like, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But like, okay, mm, explain yourself. Why don't you know? Well, I just think, no, you're not thinking. You're, you're just saying stupid shit. Because... When you have professional athletes, of course, or people who who are who are willing not to go to work because they don't want to get the vaccination, at this point, you're just being a stubborn American. You know what I'm saying? You're being a stubborn. You're putting. You're being selfish. One, right? And that's a very American thing to be. Capitalism. We're very selfish people, so it makes sense. But 
just to say or to just throw out these these claims of why you feel like you know they're just trying to put a chip in you, dog. Nobody cares about you. Like already got you know, a chip on you. You got an iPhone. They they know what you're doing. They know what you're doing on Tuesday at three o'clock. I was just telling one of my boys, man, who's like from the south. So like, of course, you know, southern people have a different like aspect of like you know trusting your government. Of course, they're always stuck in their ways. People from the south, hey, it is what it is, right? Yo, I was saying, man, you know, why don't y'all get the vaccination? What's wrong? He's like, nah, man. They trying to. You're going to get the vaccination, man. Y'all going to die or something like that, man. It's poison, yada, yada. I said, dog, if America was giving out vaccinations that contain poison, that would be the worst business plan of all time. I said, dog, if you run a restaurant, are you going to put poison in your food? No, because it'll poison your customers and they can't come back to buy more food. America can't poison their people because who else going to buy shit? You know what I'm saying? We just go, the rich is gonna leave by themselves. No, they can't because poor people ain't buying nothing. So if you can't you can't kill off your um your stock, you know what I'm saying? Like this is like the most stupidest thing. Like, I just don't know where these people get these ideas of like, no, the government wants to kill and poison and like dog, what are you reading? Like what movie did you watch? I wanna watch it. It seems like it has a pretty good plot. You know what I'm saying? This is very made up and just so fabricated. And it's almost it's it's irrational to hear sometimes, and it's actually very, it's, it's dangerous rhetoric, right? Because yeah. someone of a certain status can go out, tweet something like a Nicki Minaj saying that, you know, the COVID made somebody like, you know, balls girl, whatever. It's, that's dangerous information because that's getting sent to millions of people who aren't doing the research, have no education, and maybe don't have someone telling them what's right for, and what's, and what's, what's science and what's, you know, you know, well, the, you know what I'm saying? The, the thing is, too, is in just because I work in the drug business now, it's like no drug, vaccine, or anything is 100% foolproof. Nothing like, is 100%. Aspirin, I may take an aspirin, it may affect me one way, he may take it, right. it may affect him different, but it's aspirin. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And people push in their body all the time and they don't give a fuck. You yeah, know, and so that's now the thing. People are putting things in their body. They're, first of all, you're not reading the label of every food that you eat. You know, right, right. I ask somebody right now, what's an ibuprofen? Uh, uh, uh. Come on, dog. Nobody yeah. knows. <laughs> but you, you just pop five of those. Yeah. You take it though. You know what I'm saying? So to say, like, I got to do my own research. I don't know. I like. I got. I got to know what I'm putting in my body. Now, if you're one of the people who always read the labels, who do their research, I'm not talking to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm glad that you do your research. But most of us, especially when it comes to athletes, I remember being in college. You got painkillers, all types of stuff. I got a short oh, yeah. injury. Oh, yeah. I was just give me something to get rid of the pain. I don't really care what it is, dog. I'm taking you. You take shots. You take all types of medicine to make yourself feel better from these physicians, from these doctors who have dedicated most of their lives to scientific research, right? To make you know, to make I guess being a better functioning human. You say, yeah, just give it to me. But now you have a, a vaccine that people think just came out of the blue. Actually, they've been working on it for over a decade. So people ha aren't doing their research. And so now I say, oh, I, I don't know about this one. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. But meanwhile, they're, they're drinking, they're smoking. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. eating fried food, dog. Come on, dog. You don't give a Fast fuck what you put in your like, body. You, know, yeah. you don't care what you put in your body, dog. So, like, don't don't start now. That's the problem, right? Nah. Right. Don't, no, no. You should have been on this roller coaster, dog. Don't try to hop on now. And I think I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but I think it was something that we talked about you before we got on the mic and we was like texting back and forth like like this time last year, everyone was an activist and a politician. 
now it seems like this year everybody's a doctor. It's like yeah. you, you we know, it's it's like yeah, yeah people okay. switching professions, you know, trying to you know, and I respect everybody's choice to do something, but that choice when it affects other people, there's gotta be boundaries around what you can still right. do. Right? Like yeah, when we were like talking um, and just for an example, right, for anybody that's like, you know, jobs shouldn't make people get vaccinated, right? Let me propose this to you. I own a mom and pop bakery, right? You know, we were like down and out. I got a PPP loan. Thanks to the government, I was able to keep my ship afloat for the, you know, the tough times during the pandemic. I got a staff of 10 people and I require them to get vaccinated because if one person gets sick from COVID, I got to shut my whole operation down. Now I can't open up on Saturday, which is the most profitable, you know, day of the week. Because, you know, I had somebody unvaccinated that got sick. So it's just a financial decision. And, and just as much as we talk about freedom being part of the American dream, so is money. And capitalism right. is going to force people to make some tough decisions because at the end of the day, if the government stops giving out free money, which they've already done, they've already cut back unemployment, Mud's going to have to figure out, okay, these bills are still due. Forbearance is going to be over eventually. Muzz are going right. to have to start paying these loans back that they've been skating for the last year and a half, two years. I can't wait skating. because I didn't do one. And I was like, ah, I should have. No, nah, the motherfuckers don't come to collect. Uncle Sam, I was going to come collect. So then it's just going to come down to the ordinance if a, a, a company's like, yeah, you got to be vaccinated to work. And them debt collectors are knocking on the door. Muzz Give gonna, me the shot, man. Give me the shot. shot. It's just that simple. Like, we can talk about freedom as what well. You're free to choose, but you ain't free of consequence. Right. So the consequence right. of your That's actions. Right means you're not going to have no money to take care of what you need to take care of. So if you don't want to, you know, take the vaccine and be able to work, that's fine. That's your choice. That means you just won't be able to work. Right. In certain industries, especially. And, and come in, don't give a fuck about your vaccination status. That yeah. water bill is still due. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I think, man, I feel like we should end, like, the no vaccine on this, um, on this, but I feel like, man, what a, when I see people saying they don't want to get the vaccine because, I'm young. I don't need that. It's not for you. It's, it's the most yeah. selfish thing to to be in a in the pandemic where people you have seen people lose lost ones, uh, family members. You know, you know, work people, whatever it may be, and you've seen people lose their lives to this, you know, this virus, and you still stand on your ground and say, "I'm not going to take it," which is like so appalling. It's honestly embarrassing, you know, to to call someone your comrade. You know, what I'm saying that this is. This is we are you know citizens of the same country. We're supposed to have supposed to be patriots here, and you're saying you're not willing to stick your neck out for someone else because you know what I'm saying you feel you feel a certain way. That's not pride. That's not being a proud American. That's not looking out for your com your 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 brother your sister. That is like the most selfish thing ever. And so how can you call yourself an American or just a human? You know, because you because pretty much you said I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, fuck your family. Like I don't really care. Your grandma, she could be, you know, compromised. I don't care. I don't want the vaccine. And so that is like the most selfish thing, especially when you have. Well, no, like, that's fine. Family. But here's the thing: that's fine. Just stay your ass at home then. But see, that's the thing. Of course, they don't want to stay at home. You well, then you can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too, nigga. You yes, you can. can. That's why we're 18 months into this. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can. You can. You can, which is the problem. But what I'm saying is just like the thought process around it. And I do understand there. there's going to be people that'll say, well, the vaccine, what about in 10, 15 years? What if they find out that there were some side effects? Because it happens. There's side effects to drugs that happen in a small uh, patient population. 
and that gets magnetized towards everybody because that's basically what's happened. There's small adverse reactions. But that's like a big what if. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm what, saying, if, what yeah. if the asteroid crashes into the fucking Earth tomorrow and we all die? Well, shit. I guess we ain't got to worry about COVID then. But that's a big what if. What if we all turn into zombies? Come on, dog. Like, I'm really just playing devil's advocate. Going, really. You know, <laughs> yeah. what if this? What if that? Nobody really knows. But right now, what we do know is, you know, is, is the facts. And and the, the problem I have with athletes who say they don't want to get vaccinated is honestly the, actually the biggest, like, cr- like, cr- like, crush because you're playing in front of thousands of fans. You're interacting with people. You're, you're taking your own flights. You're traveling. You are literally spreading a new disease just because you feel a certain way because you watch the YouTube video on conspiracies. I'm calling it like it is, man. And that is like that is what that really drives me off the edge when like these guys say I don't want to get vaccinated. You are pretty much saying, fuck the fans, fuck their families. It's like, no, like and the thing is, you're not being a hero doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these guys think, no, I'm taking a stand. No, you're 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 on the wrong side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're on the wrong side of a fight, and actually, you're fighting against us. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, not for the people. You know what I'm saying? How can you call yourself an American and you say, no, I'm not taking it? You're not for the people. You're against us. Because what you're saying is, F us. You don't care about other people's health, but yourself. Like, dog, you're not like, it's, it's, so, it's so detrimental to only, like, of course, like, whatever stardom you had in your fan base. But it's detrimental to people's health, and you're putting people at risk because you're being selfish, and you're being ignorant. And you, that, that's ultimately what it is. You're being ignorant because you don't want to believe the fact. You don't want to listen to the body. And for some reason, there's a voice inside your head that's saying what you're doing is right, and there's no one to tell these people that they're wrong. What do you think, Jim? So, Delta variant. <laughs> Just, you know. <laughs> exactly. Talk about it, nigga. I mean, you, you, that's the challenge, right, in this world. If nobody's going to definitively say, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, which is going to happen sooner because 8 million people just came off unemployment, right? And y'all niggas got to have to start paying back these two loans, right? And ComEd going to ask for that electric bill, right? And so you got to go work and your employers are going to say you got to get vaccinated. So it's going to be a line drawn in the sand soon. And you got to make a decision because right now for the past 18-ish months, people have been you know, making AK eating it too. Yeah. And that's gotta change eventually. But for right now, people like, don't care. Not I don't know if Illinois done it, but I know New York and I think California are doing it where like you have to be vaccinated, right? To yeah. to go back to work, right? And listen, y'all, I, I don't know a lot of people who can miss a check or two. You know what I'm saying? So it's like listen, dog, if you ain't working, like Will said, comment is still sending that water bill, dog. And so I you, I'm actually curious to see how far people are willing to stand. On you know faulty ground. That is the question. We will see that shit right around January when all of these bills start stacking up, and that that savings account get low because you ain't bringing nothing in. Must wave them signs and protests until the funds dry up. And for most people, that's a matter of weeks. But but then it's gonna be too late. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't want to be a person. Well, I told you so. Because then you just no no. You you made a decision. This was the result. We did tell you so. That's the consequence. Like the consequence that Cam talked about. Yeah, this is the consequence. But here, and I want to propose this idea because as much as that would be like an I told you so moment, it would be bittersweet. Because if we run off the the right 
race, right? Where you you basically most people, everything they bring in, they take it out, right? They spend it in on something, right? Mm-hmm. In a capitalistic society, if there's nothing coming in, then there's not nothing going out in terms of spending. Yeah. So if mugs ain't got no money to spend, then the wheel might stop. So at the end of the day, it could be a bittersweet moment where mugs are like, well, shit, I'm just going to hunker down on and what I got. I'm going to default on these loans. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I could really go down with the shit. And if, <laughs> Eight million people are like, yo, I'm going down with this shit. Bankruptcy, whatever they want to file, you know what I'm saying? And banks not getting their money back on their on they loans. That could be detrimental too. So I don't think it should be all or nothing one way. I think, and this is kind of segues into, you know, what we're going to talk about is what is the presidential, what is the executive, you know, cabinet doing right now to ease along the transition, right? Eventually you got to put your foot yeah. down, right? And you got to, uh, you know, what's it like, rule with an iron fist, but, but you, you got to have some type of avenue for people to. You can't do that in a democratic, you know, society. You know, there's always going to be two sides in when we do have to like make a law, now we have to have majority vote. And you know how long the democratic process takes. We saw that in the last, you know, year and a half. How, how long is it? Well, we couldn't come to the decision today. So let's take a recess for three weeks and we'll be back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. we don't have that type of time frame. But also, it's just like we're a democratic society. There is no like dictatorships. Someone just can't come in and say, boom. All right, everybody got to be vaccinated by Wednesday or you exiles. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to move to the left side of the country. Well, they're doing it at the local the level. We're going to split the country in half, vaccinated, yeah. unvaccinated. And we're going to see who, how this all plays out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. I get you. But like, even at the local level, you're getting uh, governments at the local level requiring people that you know are state workers that have to get vaccinated. So people are doing it at the local level. It just hasn't come down from up top, which right. – you know, eventually, I feel like it will. You know, if it gets really out of hand, I just, you know, I'm just thinking, like, in my head, like, damn, how would that play out from, like, you know, if people really double down on some shit, it, it can get dicey. They're not. And they, they probably won't, because, you know, well, you think must have to do stuff. The South is going to, uh, the South is going to unionize again and <laughs> break off. Oh, man, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. Or 2025. <laughs> Hey, look, we never thought mugs would storm the Capitol, but they did. So I'm just saying, right? You never know what Oh, that turned out. (laughs) Oh, it didn't turn out good, but they still did it. Man down, man down. I repeat, we have a man down. Lady. She was a woman, actually. Man, right. All right, please. Well, I mean, that that is a good point when we are going to have to, because I feel like we are going to have to come to that that level. We're going to get to that level where, like, all right. We've had enough time choosing. Now we actually have to make that choice. You know what I'm saying? We're done talking. So actually, like, we actually now decided that everybody has to get the vaccine. You know what I'm I saying? Think that, I think that process is coming in a matter within the next two to three months because it was a lot of it was a lot of, of way for you to get around it and keep skating. Right. But the engine that's created this whole, you know, you have the right to choose and not face any consequences is the same engine that's going to make people choose in a minute. Yeah, because, right, it was about a year ago, it was 25 million people on unemployment. Right. Right. So they was like, you know what, I'm good on going back and working for for $14 an hour. I can make $12 an hour, sit my ass at home and keep spending and keep living. That's the reason. Niggas not getting the vaccine because you can still go out, take your ass to Cancun, go to the club, still get your, you know, Amazon living good right now. Right. All these these orders. 
that's that engine that like, why would I change my lifestyle? Everything's the same. Well, when there was 11 million people on unemployment two months ago and 8 million just got kicked off last month, you got to go back to work, man. And if you got to go back to work because that engine is saying you got to keep spending, well, your son or daughter that's saying, well, you know, Christmas coming up, Thanksgiving right. coming up, right? We got the New Year's trip coming up. Well, you ain't got no money in the bank. You got to make a decision real soon, adult. And, and the engine's going to make you go in a certain direction or you really going to have to put your foot down. But mugs are not putting that foot down with an empty bank account. Not happening. Not I, I love that. I love that. Def it's definitely not happening. Um, and I kind of kind of was going to carry us into, I guess, our next talk was like this whole unemployment thing because, like you're saying, 8 million people went off last month, right? I think that was, that's what I had saw as well. Like, But also, I saw a report that says half of America is still out of work. Yeah. Which, which is crazy because I also saw another report that says millions of immigrants were deported last month, and that's what's that's what causing the work shortage. Well, I said, well, fucking duh, <laughs> because, like, who are working these mom and pop shops? You know what I'm saying? Immigrants, people who just come to America trying to get their foot in the door. I say, man, Republicans are so funny because, or even Democrats or politicians are so funny because they always seem to they can have their cake and eat it too. You know what I'm saying? You, you get very, very greedy and you can just have things your way. But now that we do have a shortage, and I think it's because of a lot of reasons. Of course, it's because unemployment, motherfuckers sitting at home collecting that check. I also think that motherfuckers are fed up. They tired of working working for low wages. So, like, shit wages. And also just, like, poor work environments, man. And I realized how poor certain work environments were when I started working for, like, the company I'm working for right now. Because, like, I get certain benefits and privileges that I wasn't getting in my other job. Yeah, I'm working harder, but, like, at least I get summer Fridays, you know what I'm saying? Or I was getting, I get PTO and I, I get unlimited PTO and I get overtime bonuses and stuff like that. Yeah, you have certain companies who want people to work for crumbs on a dollar and then they want you to bust your ass 80 hours a week. That's not going to happen. And I so I feel like maybe like you said, coming around towards like the new year, like once unemployment runs off, once motherfuckers, that, that, that debt starts building, yeah, you're going to have a lot of niggas scrambling to find jobs. You know what I'm saying? Or just saying, like, yo, I need to find work. You know what I'm saying? Anybody got work? You got work? Where the work at? You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a job. You looking for a job, too. Damn, you both looking for a job. Yo, and so in that sense, I think the government has to do something that has, that's going to entice people to get back to work. Like, how do you get people to, to go back to work? Because people have been out of work for almost Government a ain't got to do nothing, Pat. They ain't got to do nothing. Realistically, all they got to do is watch that debt keep rising, especially coming off of the holiday season. So you know mugs spending their last little bit of unemployment on the new whatever. Whatever for their kids, for themselves, a trip, whatever. Like Will said, start January 2022, people going to start calling like, hey, you know, so just your loan is good. You know, the payment start on that loan in a week or you've been two weeks behind on this payment. Yo, and that's, that's so crazy you just said that because I actually got a text the other day that says my student loans go back into action in January 2022. I said, damn, I forgot about them motherfuckers. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Uncle mm -hmm. Sam does not forget to come and collect, y'all. So oh, they will like, always you, you cannot avoid it, bro. So I think I think what Will's saying is 100 percent correct. They've been people have been spending the same amount that they normally spend, having the same lifestyle and not working. Once the lifestyle changes, you'll be surprised what people will do to keep the same lifestyle. I mean, people anything. will literally do anything to keep that same lifestyle. That's literally what we're discussing. Yeah. Mugs won't get vaccinated because they want to keep the same lifestyle. Yeah. 
That's literally it. Which is which in, in most senses it's already right. uh, <laughs> you know, I'll admit, like you, if you live in that way, you're probably not living the best life either way. I mean, just to most people's standards, I'm just saying. So some people got not directly with, affecting them, and they really don't. You don't see it. It's just like what we talked about before. Like if it doesn't directly impact you, most people just like kind of brush it off. It's like hmm. I can still go get brunch. Yeah, this ain't got nothing to do. I miss mimosas on Saturday. Yeah, I ain't vaccinated. Like, why? But then when them bottomless mimosas kick in and that car get declined, back to work. Back to work. Nah, I hear that. I got no choice because niggas are still gonna go to brunch. (laughs) Like that's the that's what got us into this situation in the first place. Yeah. Niggas going outside. Speaking of niggas not being outside, uh. I haven't really heard words from this nigga Biden lately. And maybe because I've I just been working too much. I just haven't been in a loop as much as I used. I was a politician last year. I don't know if y'all know. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I felt like, you know, when Trump was in office, I knew everything. I knew everything that was going on. I knew what time the grass was getting cut at the White House. I knew who Trump was having dinner with that night. I knew who we didn't like. I knew um, which celebrity was getting canceled. But now since Biden is taking office, it's kind of like politics is like slipped under the rug again, and nobody knows what's going on. At least, at least that's the way I feel. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Let, let me know what y'all thoughts on that, like how this new president has been handling things, or has, have, you, have you guys seen any change in your life since he's taken office? I'm, I'm curious to know. I mean, I've been staying up to date on a couple of things. It's, it's, it's some things going on. Uh, most of it is just around government spending proposed bills, legislation, student loans. There's a little bit of social impacts happening, like the, the peace with Afghanistan, um, things like that, but it's not as, as different. Like 80, 70 to 80% of it is mostly economic uh, budgeting, transactions, things like that, which a lot of people know about. It's a lot of changes uh, I mean, it's, coming down. It's definitely a lot of economic changes. I mean, y'all know I live in LA, man. So these gas prices, I'm talking about four fifty. You know, you know what I can do four dollars and fifty cents, man. That's that's two that's two McDoubles, a <laughs> small fry. Right. About two McDoubles, right? Yo, it's 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 uh I, that's the only thing that I've really been noticing. Of course, I always keep notice of because I'm always at the fucking gas station. I keep wondering, like, damn, I'm I'm back here again. It was I was here two days ago. You know, like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I got a pretty fuel efficient car, man. And of course it's it is that that same when Democrats are in office, prices go up. You know what I'm saying? Taxes are higher, which is crazy because I'm I'm still broke and I'm not, I don't know how my taxes are getting increased, you know. So I'm always very curious and I'm like trying to be understanding of like, you know, of course things take time. We fall for a lot of change. I guess to say like are we in a better position right now than we were a year ago? is the question that we would probably have to ask. Like, have we made any progress? Yes, we have a vaccine now. Actually, we have three different vaccines you can choose from. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you have options. You have choices. You got options. You You got options. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, do I think we're in a better space? Yes. I think the vaccine, I think, to a certain extent, the social justice situation has become at least less violent, like we're less hostile, like it's not hostile no more. Like, you know, I don't know exactly what all the, mo- all the programs that have come about from that. I know there's probably a lot of new movements and programs that are being utilized in, um, you know, urban areas to help 
with black people and just getting some type of foundation set up. Yeah. But I feel like we're in a better spot. I mean, obviously it could be better, you know, obviously it could always be better, but I think the one thing I'll say about this political uh, regime versus the previous one with Trump is that I don't feel like at any point in time, something could just like really, really pop off. Like with Trump, I was waking up and the reason why you, I feel like you probably were more engaged with it is because you were like, yo, some shit can go down. Like, I need to stay on top of this. This nigga Trump might tweet something next Right, bro. I can't be late to that party. I can't I can't be late yeah, to right. get my nine again and lock my bread. Then we evacuate the city. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right, so at least now There's it seems like- threats on the Capitol. <laughs> Every right. large city under right. evacuation. Oh, shit. Nigga, right, now so, we gotta go back to hoarding tissue and fucking water bottles and shit. So I guess, yeah. Thing, uh, that's really volatile right now is the vaccine. Having that dude in the office. But um, I think it's it's funny because I actually did see some other day that there was a Trump rally in like Iowa, right? Mm. And so I'm like, damn, these niggas are still outside. Like they are not giving up. You know what I'm saying? So like to know, I, I think we also got to be aware that, you know, there are still certain people who are very still upset about what happened around this time last year. Okay. And so in what? three more years when we got to go through this process again, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this guy going to be the face of the Republican party or are they going to pick a new guy or he might just run alone? You know what I'm saying? He has that many supporters where he could definitely fuck up, fuck up some boats, you know what I'm saying? Fuck up some ballots. Yeah. And man, I think that's something that we just probably just, not of course be thinking about on a daily basis, but something that we should definitely keep on the back of our minds as we continue to run this rat race that we call. Yeah, because and 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 one of the biggest reasons why Muggs gonna reconsider Trump is because just like you talked about them gas prices, inflation been the highest it's been since 1991. That's a lot of red presidents and a lot of blue presidents. Muggs just gonna be mad seeing these prices keep going back up, especially if all these people don't find jobs that are coming off unemployment. Right, inflation might kick in in the long run, and people gonna be pissed three years from now because they they gonna associate that with Biden's good or bad. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily taking it into account the full picture. Right. And thinking about how because like it's a lot of uh, people who are just not they're not enthusiastic about all of the stuff that's going on right now. All of the government spending right or wrong. And so people going to associate the same thing with it when there's a a time for change. That's what got us into the last situation. People was already mad. Right. And if it's all these people who are broke but still want to keep spending, they're going to be like, well, this president made it this way, right? We got to have something new. Um, but I still think it is a lot of, it's, there are some positive things that are going on, right? Uh, the first one that comes to mind was um, that shit in Texas with the, the abortion um, piece. Yeah. And it was like, right? But then they, the, what was it? The Supreme Court said that that shit was unconstitutional. I was like, oh, mm. thank, thank God, you, God. Right? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Benjamin. That's how you said. Just to touch on that just for like a quick second. That was crazy. Yo, that is very, that is a very crazy and dangerous law to outlaw abort to 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 be a male to be a man to say, yeah, women shouldn't shouldn't be aborting babies. I don't like that when you, when you don't have a uterus when you don't have to carry a child for nine months. Yo, right. that is that is the most contradictory, just head ass thing, and that is just a poor reflection on the state of Texas as a whole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Cause that should have to get past a lot of motherfuckers before it got to where it was. You know what I'm saying? 
a lot and, and a lot of women too, which is actually even more scary because women be like, Yeah, that's all right with me. You know, if I get pregnant, I have a child. Well, even if it's too rape, or even if you can't even bear a child because of your health, yeah, just stick it out, see what happens. What? This is now that's that's a crazy dialogue or conversation that happened that people just said, Sure, fine, carry on. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yo. That's that that's that's very dangerous. And thank God the Supreme Court came in, of course, at the last second and said, No, nah, actually this is not right and y'all not gonna do this. But to see how far it got before someone had to step in and intervene, very dangerous and we should definitely be aware. That's true, that's true. I will that's not be true. taking my talents to Texas anytime soon. And my question, and, and this is just a, just a question, how is it that you can have the same mentality around two things and think the complete opposite, right? You don't want to take a vaccine because it's your body. You get to control what you do. But a woman who's pregnant can't control what she wants to do with her own body. It's so contradictory, right? Like, well, I, I was have, asking, where, where does it make it make sense to me? Because that doesn't make, make no sense. Because where do you draw the line? It's yeah. my choice. I don't want to take the vaccine. It's my body. Yeah. But I'm pregnant. I want to have abortion. Well, you can't have that abortion. Nope, nope, nope. But it's my body. I don't give a goddamn if it's your body. That is an American child that you're bearing right there. <laughs> he might grow up to be a Republican one day, and we're going to need his vote. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's because it, it ain't no Bible verse about a COVID vaccine. Ain't no Bible they talk verse. About, but they talk about abortions and shit like that. Well, King James III said in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? We have a right. Yeah, right. If they said take the shot, Jesus said, thou shalt take this shot. <laughs> thou shalt be vaccinated. <laughs> right. Um, virus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I guess. We should have. Somebody got to go back and go uh, rewrite the. the, the you know what I mean? But it's because you know what I'm saying. Like people taking things. Thou shalt take vaccine when mandated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when mandated, when it comes right, yeah. to the top. Funny as fuck. That's, but that's you know what I'm saying. It's like those types of things where people are missing the point. You know what I'm saying? Taking things out of context, right? Certain things that existed thousands, tens of thousands of years ago are in a di completely different context it's, it's, than they are today. Relatable to what's going on right now. Right, right. Or or the impact of what it meant actually means something different today. The actual execution of what is right and what yeah. is wrong looks a little bit different than it did 10,000 years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But people don't, they can't, they can't see the difference. Right, cause mugs trying to in this country make that cake and eat it too. Um, right, the nigga, you just can't. It just don't work like that, bro. You are not free from con consequence. It does not work like that. Yeah.